0: Yo, good day, gents, and welcome to another episode of Father's Fire. My name's Jody Cedric, and every week we get together to explore the joys, the challenges, the triumphs, the sorrows, and yes, the fun of being a dad. And man, first of all, big apology to you guys. Uh, I've been on the road the last couple of weeks. Doesn't mean that I haven't been thinking about you, um, but yeah, I've had some mad, mad travel for business been in orlando florida i've been in indianapolis and i've had an amazing couple of weeks i mean big in-depth trainings um, in the automotive detailing world Uh, shout out to richard hutchins at leather repair company had a very intense six-day training and man it was just awesome to sit down with men and women from not only america but also canada and richards from london so it was a global uh, summit and it was amazing i had some amazing times to go out to the beach which you may have seen enjoyed a little bit of sunset (laughs) Uh, actually ended up losing my brand new pair of glasses as i forgot they were on and uh, a wave hit me and flipped me over and of course (laughs) my glasses are floating along in the Atlantic Ocean somewhere, but oh well, that's fun. And then uh, this past week, had the opportunity to go down to Indianapolis uh, for the detailers of the Roundtable event at Nate Warren's uh, shop, Frontline uh, Shine and Training. And dude, that was another just amazing experience. A lot of men and women from all over the country and Canada, and it, it was just a great experience. Um, and I had an opportunity to sit down and have some great conversations. And then this past weekend, I got home literally a Thursday night, and my wife's like, "Hey, let's go to Portland with our daughter for her birthday." So we took a trip to Portland to watch, uh, to spend uh, time with my youngest daughter, Kailani, to celebrate her 22nd birthday. I'm like, man, where did the time go? I'm like, my mind just blown. Uh, you blinking your kids? 12 you blink again they're in college and all of a sudden you know they're out of the house but yeah we had a great time went to uh to watch her boyfriend uh play uh he plays for oregon state uh, soccer and uh they played university of portland had a really tough loss good game but yeah we sat in the rain like true fans and just had a great time so but um i tell you i've had a lot of um things weighing on my mind Um, since these I've had these amazing experiences I had some really amazing opportunities to sit down with men um, after dinner and in training settings and pulled them away and was able to talk to them about some of the things that are going on or have gone in their life and one of the things that, that really came to forebear as I'm having these different conversations is that every single one of us has a backstory. And that backstory, if you knew the backstory of each man and woman as they walk through life, you would celebrate who they've become. You'd celebrate who they are today because what they've gone through to become that man um, should be celebrated and we should look at them in awe and triumph and go, man, dude, kudos to you. But I think a lot of times we look at people and who they've become and we see the evidence of who they have become by how they interact with us. And sometimes we are very harsh in our judgments towards him. We may see some men as quick to anger, some men as jokers and always playing around. We may see other men as, you know, not taking things seriously, or other men so driven to success that all they do is work, work, work. And it made me really think about some conversations that I've had with my personal friend and mentor Sean Hart and he actually talks about this in his new book Uh, broken boys become broken men I highly recommend you go take take a look at that Um, I actually wrote the forward to it and I'm telling you it's just it is an amazing book and in one of the chapters uh, he talks about the mask that we wear as men. And he and I have had a lot of conversations about this. It's kind of funny because he and I have had parallel thoughts and then we brought, brought these ideas together. And it was amazing how similar our conclusions had come. And I think a lot of times we as men wear a mask to hide the emotional trauma and pain That we have gone through in the past, but also maybe some of the pain that we're still working through. Uh, Years ago, I had a great conversation with um, my good uh, friend, um, Crone. Dang, dang, I'm pulling my great friend and I'm forgetting it. Darren Crone. sorry, forgetting his first name. And he talked about that there are a lot of men walking through life um, with a huge hole in their heart in the shape of their father. And in order for them to deal with that scar, that hole in their heart, rather than confront it, they put on a front. Or in other words, they put on a mask. And I think a lot of us men, you know, as we're walking, you can, you can see these masks in different men as they walk through life. So first one I'd like to talk about is the gorilla mask. I mean, we all know a man that is quick to anger. He's always puffing and beating his chest. He's dominating the situation by his very presence, by his demeanor, by his voice. And he can be very intimidating, not only to those around him, but also his family and to his kids. And they're not quite sure. They're kind of walking on tiptoes because they're not sure how this gorilla mass is going to explode at them at any time. Then we have men walking around with a lion mask. You know, they're courageous. They're always, you know, quick to defend. But they're also kind of pulled to themselves. They have a lot of pride and they won't reach out for help when help is what they need. You often see them isolated, but when they come in, you know, they got a lot of pride in the work that they, they do in their family and they do will do anything to protect it. But in some senses, that pride, that arrogance, that defensive nature kind of pulls them away from the people that they're close to. It kind of keeps them a little bit at a distance. Then we have men who are wear the mask of the hyena. They're kind of men who are op- opportunistic. They're kind of la you know, they're kind of um, they're scavengers, they're opportun opportunists. They're always looking for a way to sneak in and grab opportunities and you know, you're not quite sure how they do. It. And they're they're not even sure how to how to work through that, but you often see them in packs. I mean, they're very loyal to each other, but as soon as one is taking advantage of them or that you They feel like they're getting more meat for them. They snatch in and they try to take out. Then we have the man who wears the mask of a chameleon. Someone who is always changing colors and stories and trying to blend in, trying to fit in. And it becomes so much of a way of life that he doesn't even realize that he's doing it anymore. Then we have the man who is like the parrot showy and loud and beautiful and colorful this is a man that's always the life of the party always trying to make people laugh always you know the center of attention you enjoy being around him but his humor and his laughter and his boisterousness and his colorfulness is a defense mechanism to hold you off just it keeps you close enough where you can interact and be part of his his circle and he can feel like he's loved but that same humor and laughter and that boisterousness and love for life is also what's keeping people at a distance because he's using his laughter and his humor and his big personality as a way to not only hide his pain but also keep people from getting too close just close enough to be part of the fun in the circle but not too close that I have to share my innermost and darkest feelings. Then we have the man who's wearing the mask of the pig. Now this is a man yeah maybe he's providing for his family but he's let himself go. He's a glutton He's slovenly. He doesn't take care of him both physically, but also in the way that he carries himself. You know, he comes home and just plops himself on, on the couch and watches a show and eats a lot. Doesn't really interact. I mean, yeah, he may interact, but there's no real sense of like, all right, man, I got to take care of myself. He's kind of slid to the indulgent side of life and He's maybe become a bit heavy through his own neglect. I mean, he talks about wanting to change and maybe he does for a season or a period, but he always slides back and he never really masters that inner appetite. And a lot of times he's eating his pain. He's eating his sorrow. Um, And so that becomes his addiction his mask becomes his addiction literally physically and emotionally then we have men who are wearing the mask of the owl come on you know this guy it's a guy that is the know it all any conversation he's got to one-up you he's got to put in his two cents for two cents worth He's always trying to you know, come off as somebody that ha- has experience, that knows things, that's done this, done that, been here, met that person, always trying to impress you with his knowledge. And that, that, impre- that, that constant need to show you that he has worth because of his knowledge can shut people down because they're like, man, dude, just, just connect with you. Don't have to, you know, give me a thesis on every little conversation that we have. Just be with me. Just connect. And he uses this, this uh, desire for knowledge and um, experience as a way to, to come off as one who has worth. He has worth because of experience and knowledge, not because of his ability to connect. And he's using this as his way to connect. But it's also his way of, he sometimes can come across as somebody that is judgmental. Because you're not doing it his way. You're not doing it the approved way. You're not doing it in the way that he's learned in the past. And this same person can be very slow to adopt new ways of doing things because this has always worked in the past. This is what I learned in the past. This is from my 30 years of experience instead of recognizing that things have changed. So this person can be very unteachable. And that can be a challenge. And honestly, sometimes we probably wear one or more of these masks, depending on the situation that we're going through. These masks can be coping mechanisms. They can be ways for us to put off Dealing with the trauma that is very real, that at some point we got to figure out how we're going to come to grips with the pain of yesterday. And that's tough, right? Because some of us, dude, I I sat down with some men this weekend or this past couple weeks and their stories were so heart-wrenching. I mean, they just were heart-wrenching. This one man that I sat down with, between the age of 5 and 12, he was in and out of 31 different foster homes. Dude, how do you ever, how do you ever build the ability within yourself to trust somebody, especially to trust people that are older than you, that are in positions of power when every person in your past has in some ways that was supposed to be looking out for your best interests were looking out for their own interests or just shuffling you around to dismiss you, to put you off. How do you deal with that? Dude, I I just, I was listening to a story and my heart, I went home that night and I just, I literally wept in my bed thinking about the Triumph and, and my other friend who, who had uh, been emotionally and, and sexually abused. And I just, I'm listening to these conversations. And, and I know this is a common experience for a lot of you men. And I just, I, I literally just cried for these brothers. My heart ached for them so bad. Um, because they had to go through this but now I look at these men and who they've come and become and I'm like oh my gosh praise God how how did you guys find the inner strength to become the men that you are today I mean they are so humble they're so willing to help and yet they're still in some ways working through some of this trauma of the past because let's be real the pain and sorrow of our childhood or our teen years dude they can wreak havoc on our identity they can wreak havoc on how we see our self-worth they can wreak havoc on who we are who we think we are who we think we must be I mean we can double down you think about the guy that's so driven for success that guy that was hungry he was starving as a kid who wasn't sure where his next meal was coming from because his, his mom or dad was, was a drug addict and he, at seven years old, was taking care of himself. I mean, shout out to, I mean, go, go back and listen to, to uh, my uh, podcast with uh, Kevin a couple of weeks ago. I'll put a link into it. I mean, he's seven years old and he's raising himself. And so it's understandable that we as men would have these masks that we we wear, these personas that we put on to help us get through life, to help push down the pain of yesterday and move us forward into the future. And some of us, you know, we don't even want to talk about it. We don't even want to open up that box. That's in the past. But at some point, the ugliness and the murkiness and the rot and the decay that is simmering in the dark corners of a heart, at some point it oozes out in the way that we treat and respond to people. And we have to figure out a way to go, all right, I don't want to open that box, but in order for me to heal and become the man that I want to be, I got to face the past. And in facing the past, I can come to grips with that and go, you know what? That was not my fault. And look at what I've done to build out of it and celebrate who you've become. Because you are a man of integrity. You're a man of... Who has worked through trauma and pain. And you have broken the cycle and become a better man. You become the father that you wish you would have had as a as a kid. And that, my friend, is the legacy. And yes, at times, you may have to wear a mask. Because you're still working through that pain. And that's okay. But I want you to know that you are worthy of love. You are worthy of respect and you are worthy of the accolades that I s- sit back and I watch you and I watch the businesses that you've built and the men that you've come, become in your families and the fathers that you've become to your fathers. Yeah, you've, to your kids. Yeah, you've messed up sometimes, but you know what? When you look at the whole uh, of who you've become, kudos. Kudos. I celebrate and honor you. And I thank you for your example, for your courage, for your determination, for the man that you've become, the blessing that you've become in your family's life. Because you know what? You've done it. So I I just want to thank you guys for... um, For listening to me every week. It's hard to believe that I've been doing this podcast for three and a half years. I don't make a dime off this podcast. Um, It is a labor of love. It is a labor that is driven to help you, to help me become the men, the fathers, the husbands that God intended us to be. Because each one of us have a story. And I bet if you look back in the past, even though you've experienced a lot of pain, when you look back and you really go, all right, where was God in my life? I bet you you can see little fingerprints, little clues of how he helped you move through those experiences. And hopefully this podcast is one of those things that inspires you to become a better father, a better husband. To ignite the passion within you. To be that ember that moves you forward out of the dark, dark spaces. That is a beacon of hope and light that says, you know what? We are better than our past. We're better than our uh, other experiences, our ugly experiences. And we will become the men and the, and the fathers and the husbands, the significant others of whoever's in our life. And um, I just want to thank you guys. So I hope something about what I've shared with you today uh, will touch your heart, will inspire you to look at how you're moving today. What mask are you wearing? What are those masks hiding? And who is the real man that needs to be unmasked so that we can see the true light in you? Because, brother. You are amazing. And I want to know that I love you. I celebrate you. And I want to thank you so much for tapping in this week on this message. And you guys that are new to the episode and those that have listened that maybe you haven't done it, please go out, like, share, and subscribe. And uh, you know we're going to check you same time, same bat channel right here on Father's Fire next week. See ya!